You're tuned in to the frequency of the crypto revolution. Your host, Daryl Bryan. Chat, chat, money. AKA BitChapo. Bringing you the latest in Bitcoins, altcoins, news events, price volatility, and the knowledge they don't want you to know. 100% facts, no printer, is the most lit podcast in all of cryptocurrency. Vibrations out of this world. And and, and it all begins right now. It's going down. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Bitcoin we trust. I'll be your host. Daryl Bryan. Oh, this is your podcast. Oh shit! I was fucking. I thought. This was, all right, my bad. Never mind. Keep going. Keep it going. Don't fucking mind me. Just keep, keep, keep it rolling. I'm Dante, guys. Hello. Oh my gosh. Hell nah. Yo, guys, you already know who it is, man. It's Daryl Bryan, aka Bitchapo, and you are tuned into the frequency of the crypto revolution. And today we have an amazing, 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 amazing podcast for you, 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 you. Today we are interviewing my brother. We're not really interviewing, but we're kind of having a back and forth discussion with my brother, Dante Hit. Dante, how are you doing? I'm fucking fantastic. I got my, my kitten just jumped on the coffee table with me as I'm drinking my coffee and I'm, I'm petting her. I'm doing fucking fantastic. We're going to talk about some cryptocurrency shit. Because I don't know dick about it. Yeah. And my, my brother Daryl's going to educate me. And I'm going to ask some questions that if, if you're new to this podcast and new to cryptocurrency, you're probably going to ask the same thing. So hopefully this is a learning experience we can both on, go on together. Excuse me. Hell yeah, this is going to be amazing, guys. The purpose of this show today is to inform my brother Dante on the amazing revolution that is on hand. And to also inform you guys, if you're coming from a new perspective, if you're a beginner, if you're a noob... We welcome the noobs. We love you. We'll fondle you with care. <laughs> we'll give you the proper knowledge. <laughs> so, to begin, I want to ask you a question. Dun dun dun. dun. Bum, bum, bum. What do you know about Bitcoin? Just, it, just give me whatever you know. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a great question, man. Because it kind of gives gives context and sets the stage for how we how we're going to launch into this um i i know that it's it's its own entity right like nobody government can't control it it's like it's owned it's outside everything and it's it's digital and i know you can have like wallets to hold it but that's about the extent of my knowledge and where my expertise ends okay well to be honest that's that's not bad because most people they don't even know that it's decentralized. So that's not a bad foundation. And we're gonna we're gonna roll off this. So to give my brother, to give you Dante a proper a proper perspective of the timeline, Satoshi Nakamoto, this random person, brother, no one knows who he is. This anonymous individual came out of nowhere and dropped an entire revolution. <laughs> He dropped an entire revolution on our doorstep. So yeah, I just created a decentralized peer-to-peer cash system with no main centralized figure of control or manipulation that does not trust any party but just simply trusts mathematics. Here you go. And he dipped. He dipped. And <laughs> Mom, the meat low now. 
Oh my gosh. That's a Wedding Crashers reference, motherfuckers. If you guys get that, you're a real one. If you don't get it, go watch Wedding Crashers. And as a side point, brother, if you haven't seen that movie, go watch Wedding Crashers. You'll fucking love it. Vince Vaughn and Owen motherfucking Wilson and Will Ferrell makes an appearance and Bradley Cooper's in it. Dude, I love Bradley Cooper, dude. Killer cast, man. I love Bradley Cooper. Killer cast. Bradley Cooper's awesome, dude. I watched him in uh, Limitless. Oh my gosh. Major fan. Phenomenal movie, man. That... Uh, I, let, just keep talking about crypto because I'm about to go into fucking consciousness. And this, this is the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, look, let's just plug the other podcast because that's a perfect segue. Dante and I, we have a podcast titled Access Your Consciousness and he's a host, I'm a host, so we are co-hosts and we come on and we bring this amazing camaraderie and love and respect and we just talk about crypto. Lots of jokes about crack cocaine. <laughs> lots of lots of knowledge about law of attraction and crack cocaine. <laughs> it's the perfect mixture. Okay, we're we are unawakened, really? awakened individuals, and we make a podcast about awakened, unawakened topics. But overall, the energy is fucking amazing. Love that podcast. And and orgies. And orgies, dude. Our latest episode releasing tonight. <laughs> but to. <laughs> to return back to this focus control me brother control me direct this this is your podcast i'm just a humble guest i know i know i know but at the same time it's just when we're in the same podcast the energy is so wild and i, I love it you know what i mean i'm just i'm just like I, I know this is my podcast but fuck it it's our podcast when you're on the podcast <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm gonna make myself a peanut butter sandwich. And I'm gonna shut the fuck up. You just continue, brother. I'm listening. I'm I'm just your eager student. Hey, who told you you could curse on this podcast? Oh fuck. Nah, I'm fucking with you. This is a explicit podcast. <laughs> 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 so, um, Satoshi Nakamoto dropped this knowledge, right? And he really bum bada bum. Satoshi Nakamoto is who knows, dude. He could be a person. Could be a group could be a government but basically what happened this decentralized form of money takes shape in mining right mining is how we are decentralized and to make mining really simple instead of having trust between one person and another person you would have trust in mathematics because if two people figure out one mathematical formula they know that there's only one answer to the mathematical formula, right? So you're not going to argue and say, oh, no, this math is wrong because you did this and that. Uh-uh, math is solid, right? Math is relatively, well, not relatively, it is honest, it's truthful. So he created mining to create these systems that are around the world, and these systems do cryptographic hash functions. That's basically a complicated word for figuring out math problems. And they do these math problems based upon their mining algorithm, basically the code that the computer runs on. And this creates a decentralized form of trust because now I can send 100 Bitcoin from Alice to Bob and the whole entire ledger, the whole entire world knows that that transaction is valid. No one's second guessing the transaction. So what happens is this this amazing system is open to the public bro it's open to everybody which means anyone can see anyone's transactions 
this is so, you know what I mean? This is crazy because in terms of our existing system, no one can see bank transactions, right? I cannot hop inside Wells Fargo and be like, yo, let me see my dog's transactions real quick. They're going to ask you for what? A driver's license to see if I'm an approved member of their account. All kinds of shit. All kinds of stuff, right? So, Bitcoin, since it's technically anonymous because there's no one's name next to their address, it's just a collection of letters and numbers. So, this random assortment of letters and numbers is a public address. And this public address is basically your... Uh, how do I describe this? Kind of like your routing number, right? If you, if I'm gonna send you money to your bank, you, you're gonna need how many your routing number and your account number. So that's what a public address is. So everything is public, dude. It's literally public. And the greatest thing about Bitcoin is that it's unconfiscatable. Since it's a hundred percent digital, right? I cannot grab your bag and just take your bitcoins. I cannot just take a physical bitcoin from you. The only way. I could steal bitcoins from you is by knowing your private key and your private key is um think of it like this right you have a door and to open the door you use the public key right but if you want to lock the door so no one can see behind the contents that's your private key your private key locks the door so you can have hidden content behind the door that no one can gain access to but there's also a public key if someone wants to slip you a piece of mail inside the door so your private key is your password to your account to your bitcoin account if anyone has that password dude you're screwed <laughs> plain and simple because there's only one private key for your account and that private key is not really complicated um they have this amazing method called i don't know how to pronounce it i, I always read it but i'll attempt to pronounce it new nomic phrases i know i said it wrong Let's just, let's just assume it's nomic phrases. <laughs> you guys know what it is. And it basically creates a private key in a 12 or 24 words, dude. There's some random words. So let me get out uh, a private key of my own. And I'll read you the first two words. Okay, for example, a private key can be just as simple as this. Interest, weak, difference, right? Those are the first three words to a private key. Or it could be something as simple as this. Stool, fiscal, and observe. So it's going to be like words like that. Either 12 of those words or 24 of those words. And that's a private key, dude. And it's recommended that you never electronically store a private key. The reason? So no one can hack you, right? If you write your private key on a piece of paper, it's impossible for someone to know your private key. It's literally impossible unless they walk in your house and find that piece of paper. <laughs> so it's this amazing technology behind it that creates this invisible money. Now money has become information. It's become digital. And people will argue and say, Daryl, money has been digital since the credit cards. And to those people, I say, no, it hasn't. Money has been digitized since the credit cards but it's still physical. There's cash that exists in every- And controlled. Exactly, controlled cash, controlled fiat currency. This is cryptocurrency. It is secured via cryptographic hash functions. So 
To broaden the, the perspective on the potential impacts of cryptocurrency, I've actually, like me personally, I have written down, I think over 60 potential topics and areas. And I think I'm not going to go too technical with this first episode with you and I discussing, you know, because I think we should have like another episode in the future where I go technical. But I want to give you an idea of the potential impacts cryptocurrency has. And I personally wrote this list and I'm going to share these topics on my podcast. I, I don't know why I've been waiting to share these topics, but I guess you wait for the right time, right? You wait for the right feeling. So I'm going to read you a list and explain the potential impacts that cryptocurrency has. I'm, I'm going to for sure re-listen to this twice. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And yeah, I'm like, it's fucking lit. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. This is amazing. Here it is. I found it. Here we go. Oh man, dude. There is so much... My God, I feel excited just talking about this. So, yeah. Okay. Potential examples. Oh, wow. I forgot about this. Damn, this is fire. I wrote all this shit. Damn, son. Oh, snap. Okay. That's just a day in the life of Daryl. <laughs> bro, I wrote this shit from November, bro. I haven't even released it on the podcast. I'm about to flood you guys with content. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's give a practical example. That Gary B. Grind. Let's give a practical example, right? Let's say you and your girl, you're gonna go to a concert, and you have tickets, right? These tickets, you need to physically have the tickets. So, let's say you walk up to the person, the I don't know, the ticket person who collects your tickets, and you lose them. You don't have them on hand, right? Oh my gosh, that sucks. Now you can't get into the concert. If you put these tickets on the blockchain, they're immutable. So they are tied to your digital identity, which means you literally walk up, you pull up the QR code on your phone, and boop, the guy scans it. And now someone's probably thinking, but Daryl, this already exists. Apple uses Apple Wallet. Yes, it already exists, but it is not secure. Anyone who knows the password to your specific phone can access your tickets. With this, it is specifically locked for you only because of your private key. So no one has access to, to hack you with your tickets. Now, you walk inside the concert. Someone says, hey guys, there's amazing food over here and you want to pay for the food. Now, normally, what would you use? You would use cash, right? Just pay the guy in cash. Now, let's say the concert has their own specific currency. They have their own token. So, you pull out your phone and you, and you log in to your, your, your Bitcoin wallet and there's an automatic app, right? That can literally convert your Bitcoin to that vendor's currency. And why is this important? Because now you're actually paying this vendor in terms of colored coins. You're giving him uh, a, a version to make money from this concert and he knows how much money he makes from each individual concert. So instead of him having all this random cash, he doesn't know where it comes from, he can see exactly where all this money came from. Like for example, I made $1,500 near the stage and I made $200 near the entrance. 
or I made $3,000 near the bathroom. So now he had, he can literally track his money and literally see identification for his money on where his money or where he's getting the most transactions from in the concert. So let's say you, you're walking up on stage and you want to stream the concert. Okay, so you pull out your phone and you try to stream it. Let's say you want to get paid for streaming the concert. Someone creates this app right on your phone in which they'll pay you in cryptocurrency to watch the concert. It's an instant transaction. You you no longer have to um you no longer have to like just basically get no money from live streaming. You can get paid from creating content. And let's say you make uh, a post on this. Well, there are crypto-based social media accounts that you can make content on, and they will literally pay you for each like. So when someone likes your your post, someone likes your stream that you posted, boom, you're making money from watching the concert. <laughs> and that's sick it's crazy dude and it, it's awesome and then also let's say they want to let's say um the the artist on the stage they want to get paid for making this music but they're not getting royalties for the live streams right they can make it so their music has royalties on the blockchain that means the blockchain will literally scan all social media accounts right for this music and it will divvy up a portion of the profits to the artist automatically without the artist going through a label to get paid they get paid just for the royalties alone pegged instantly to the song so whenever someone shares the information like a song they get paid whenever someone live streams this song in the background they get paid it's crazy dude that's fucking lit <laughs> it's crazy dude and also, let's talk about Billboard, since we're talking about music. Billboard, we have seen through Takashi 69 and uh, Travis Scott when he released Astro World and Travis and uh, what's the guy name? Takashi 69 released his album. Billboard had a dispute. They were like, okay, who has the actual streams? Who was the guy who had, who had the actual streams? Like, who had the most number one streams? If you use a blockchain to tally up streams, it is immutable. That means you know exactly how many streams there were without any fret of manipulation or fraud. Think about that. No one can fake streams anymore. No one can fake numbers. Numbers are valid. They are solid. And this is only music we're talking about. Let's let's think about esports, right? Esports is getting very popular. We're seeing a lot of people... Gaming, Twitch, yeah. I mean, it's been around for a little bit. It's been around, but all of a sudden, it's it's starting to get mainstream, right? People are like, hell yeah. I remember playing Dota 2. Okay, that shit was awesome. Playing uh, League of Legends. Le- League was big. League was like one of the big, big, big things. Now, you can get paid from literally the, the, the game itself, right? You can make an in-game currency. So, for example, you know how when you play a video game, they have the little tokens inside the video game network? Yes, sir. And, but think about how, how much bullshit this is, dude. You have to pay with real cash, and you get this digital representation of money, but you cannot spend it, like, you cannot convert it back to cash. It's only valid within that game world, right? Exactly, yes, yes. If they were using a cryptocurrency, you could literally exchange those game tokens for real-world money. 
Like, Fuck. like, like you can actually make money playing video games. Like, let's say you're a beast. You're like ninja at Fortnite. You can, you can, or or even not just like a beast, but let's say like you're really entertaining and like I fucking rock with you, I vibe with your personality. Exactly, and then people start donating you tokens. Boom, you you're literally monetizing your video game, and it's just it's just it's, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Um, That's fucking cool, man. That's fucking cool. <laughs> it's crazy. For real. It, 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 I'm telling you, dude. And like, th- there's so much more implications, like. Okay, let's let's go towards something more matrixy. Let's talk about the military, right? Let's talk about the military, and let's talk about guns, right? People are always saying, "Oh, we need more gun control," right? Well, let's say this. Let's say you have a digital identity, which is much more stronger than a social security card. It's much stronger than a driver's license because there's only one digital identity for you, and whenever a person receives your permission to use your digital identity they only get it on a per use basis which means no one can reuse your same permission of your identity so for example you go to the doctor's office you give them your social security number anyone can write it down on a piece of paper and you'd have no idea when they're using it again but with blockchain based identification it is permanent immutable and you can get permission on a per use basis so whenever they use it, you are immediately notified. So let's say you have your own specific military identification. So now, all you have to do is tokenize the weapons. So you can literally have guns on the blockchain. So you know this specific weapon will only be used with this specific identification. This way you are literally having a unified ledger of tracking the use of weapons all throughout the war. Or all throughout the military. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. So you're probably thinking, why is this valuable? Because let's let's say you you color code all the weapons according to this specific tag of identifications. Whenever the enemy comes, they cannot use your weapons. Your weapons will not fire for for uh, a foreign enemy. They will literally freeze. They will seize up <laughs> because they don't have the proper identification tag. That's cryptocurrency. <laughs> That's blockchain. Has a ton of applications, man. That's fucking insane. It's crazy, dude. And I didn't even realize. And 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 let's let's talk about cars too. Same thing with vehicles. You can tokenize vehicles to match certain um what do you call it? Identifications, right? Digital identities. So now the enemy cannot ride your car. It's literally locked for only your squad. It's locked. <laughs> And also, you can use blockchain in in um, conjunction with GPS. So now you can confirm locations of your team. You know exactly where your team is on an immutable basis. You're probably thinking, why did, why didn't you know that, right? You're probably thinking the military already has access to see where, where the troops are at. And you're right. But is it cryptographically... Uh, that's not the word. Is it... Um, Encrypted, that's what I mean. Is it encrypted, right? And it's not. You're probably thinking, Daryl, yes it is. Really? Is it? They can install any screen share software. They can literally hack our military and install screen share software. So it literally sends them information of what's on our screen. With this, what I'm describing right now, with the potential change, you can literally, guys, 
have the entire blockchain encrypted in an advanced algorithm that they can never see our locations. They can't hack our screens. Literally, it's impossible because they need they need literal authentication to even log into the screen for the software to even be run, for the system to even get hacked. And the blockchain is immutable. It cannot be hacked. So you can confirm locations of your troops. So let's move let's move to something less I don't know, serious. <laughs> Let, let's move to I'm enjoying it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Let's move to real world use cases, right? Let's talk about this. Because this is something that needs to be talked about. Let's talk about food stamps and government assistance. Right now, there are people as I speak that will sell their food stamps in exchange for money. Why? They don't need food, they need, they need money. If you give people cryptocurrency based food stamps, they number one, receive it immediately. They receive it within 10 minutes of you sending it. And number two, they can exchange it for cash instantly without paying a premium. Because normally, if you have, let's say $200 in food stamps, someone will give you maybe 100 or 130 bucks for it. Now, you can remove that premium you can get the exact money in food stamps which is what you really need because let's be honest if you're receiving food stamps you don't have much money so you need as much money as you can get second thing Fuck. second thing dude this, this is insane crypto based ride sharing right number one you can use gps to encrypt the locations of all the ride sharing apps so you can see exactly where your driver is headed and it's confirmed on the blockchain which number one helps women because a lot of women they get and I hate to say this but they get abused through these ride sharing apps like Uber and Lyft if a driver disconnects their internet to their phone you have no idea where the fuck they at they gone off the map off the grid with blockchain you have an immutable technology in which you can always know where your driver is headed you can always know the location of the driver so you know your friend is safe you can also pay the driver in cryptocurrency in which they can use to you know pay for bills and stuff and talking about travel what about airplanes right we can track airplanes using the blockchain same thing and you can also track luggage boom 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 you can tokenize luggage on the blockchain imagine never losing a suitcase or a bag at the airport again that's pretty lit it's crazy dude and on top of this, we're going to have an entirely new system of feedback because the old system of FICO, of credit, is horrible. It's horrible. Let's be honest. Everyone has bad credit scores. Why? Because it's easy to have a bad credit score. And it's made that way on purpose. With blockchain in a new system of money, we're going to have to develop a new system of credit, which is involved with our new identities being digitized on the blockchain. So is it kind of going to erase our previous debt when we switch over to this new way of, of storing credit or are they going to log like our previous debt? Like, how do you think that'll that'll shift and happen? Well, this, this is the thing, right? We have two systems that operate independently of <clears throat> each other. If you don't involve yourself in the other system, you don't have debt anymore. But if you're involved in that system, then you will have debt. Like the government will create a US dollar coin. They will have a cryptocurrency for themselves. They'll call it probably US dollar coin. And they'll tell they'll <clears throat> tell people it's safe. 
they'll tell people it's it's honest and then all of your previous debt all of your previous purchases the FICO it's all intact on that, on that system but then you can have a decentralized option of Bitcoin in which you are free you are whatever you are nothing is holding you back anymore and as soon as Bitcoin becomes mainstream people will understand the purpose they'll think wow I'm actually free right now I don't have anything like right now Let's say uh, you have a few assets. Let's say you have some real estate, you have some cars, you own a few businesses, and well, I don't know, what, whatever. You know, let's say you have some stocks. If a judge mandates, right, if you don't pay child support, a judge can literally revoke all of your assets. The only thing they can't take away from you is your Bitcoin. <laughs> And it's like, why? Why can't they take away my Bitcoin? Because it's not centralized. It's not in their system. It's on a different system. Think of it like you have two trains independent of each other because they're on separate tracks. It doesn't matter if one train stops or one train slows down. The other one is independent of that one. So we have Bitcoin and we have the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. So I'm excited, dude. I didn't fucking realize you knew so much about this, dude. Fucking Christ. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I love this shit, dude. This shit is amazing. Like you got consciousness down pat, and you got cryptocurrency, bro. You're a, you're a lethal fucking weapon, <laughs> dude. For real. Th- thank you, brother. Thank you, honestly. And this is important for people. Can this is important for people to understand because. I was going to explain the technical of Bitcoin, but then I thought to myself, why? Like, it's much more exciting to explain the real world usages. Like, what's going to happen? Like, what's the future? So that that was the energy this podcast was made from. And somewhere along the line, I kind of diverted from that. But with my previous episode, I realigned myself and I told my viewers, I said, look, guys, I want to bring you guys this content. Be true to myself. Be true to you guys stop being professional and just be myself because this is who i am i get super excited with this shit dude let me talk about something that's super exciting dude super excited right let's say you have a house for sale okay and you want to sell your house but you don't want to sell your house to one particular owner right all you have to do is tokenize your house you're probably thinking, what is tokenizing? Tokenizing is a process of creating a digital asset which is pegged to a physical, real-world asset. So you create, a, you create a token called Dante's House Token. And you put it on a blockchain, whichever blockchain you want to put it on, EOS or Ethereum. And you can literally sell coins which represents shares of your home to anyone in the world, international. So now someone in Zimbabwe can buy a portion of your house. Someone in England can buy a portion of your house. Someone in wherever can buy a portion of your house and you get the sale. So you literally sell your house, you get paid in cryptocurrency and you have owners all over the world and it's up to them whether they want to sell their portion of the house. That's in- that's insane, dude. What the hell? That's crazy. Yeah, dude. It literally takes out limits. It takes out borders. It takes out restrictions. Anyone who has money can purchase something. And 
this brings me to my next topic, high ticket sales. High ticket sales, dude, is so restricting. Like, restricting. You think about art galleries, right? You go to an art gallery, you go to buy something at an art gallery, dude, they ask for all type of information. And you're thinking, it's just art, right? Like, yeah, the art maybe costs a million, but if I have a million bucks, I should be able to buy something worth a million bucks. But no, they want paperwork. They want FICO. They want whatever. Cryptocurrency removes all of that. You got money, pay it. That's it. End of story. Decentralized. Peer-to-peer. It's, cra- it's crazy, dude. So, I remember my mom was telling me a long time ago. They're telling me, like, if I ever had a cash-based business, my mom was telling me I have to create some sort of way for people to trust me. So, like, for example, pay taxes and have tax returns. So whenever I go to a dealership, I could show the dealership my tax returns and it would trust my money. With Bitcoin, they trust the mathematics behind the Bitcoin. They trust the mining algorithm itself, the blockchain itself. So when I send you something in Bitcoin, that's trustworthy in of itself. I don't have to prove anything to you anymore. Damn. So I can buy any car I want to buy. Lamborghini. Well, we like you like the Urus. You can buy an Urus just straight up with Bitcoin. And what's funny is a lot of high-ticket dealerships, they're accepting cryptocurrencies right now. Right now, as I speak, there's a lot of people who accept cryptocurrencies. And they're not asking for background checks. They just, you can buy it. Cash. (laughs) Digital cash. (laughs) Uh, Fucking lit. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's crazy, dude. Let me see. How long have we been recording? Let me check. 36 minutes. Let me talk about two more topics. And then we'll create a part two some other time. Let's do it. I'm psyched. And guys, if you're hearing all this and you're thinking, Daryl, this is all theory. Well, guess what? I literally wrote a pit, like a document of 80 theories. But these theories are not theories. They are based upon real world applications, real world technologies. I will create podcast episodes for everything that I talk about here. And I will give you guys the exact terminology, the exact details. Trust me, there's probably a lot of crypto people thinking, Daryl, you said this thing wrong, you said that wrong. It doesn't matter, okay? I'm trying to explain the core concept of what this is. And people don't care about technicalities. Only you do. So, get off my dick and enjoy the future. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this is very important, dude accountability with charities how many times have we seen a natural disaster relief fund such as red cross get money from the people they say text this to 9099 right or whatever the fuck and then you text it and then it it charges your phone bill and you send the money we have no idea what they do with that money they tell us oh well we're saving a portion for the next disaster how many goddamn portions are they saving for the next disaster? <laughs> they did it with Irma. <laughs> they did it with Haiti. They did it with Katrina. They're literally making profit off of death. They're profiting off of people losing their lives, losing their homes, losing their businesses. With blockchain, you see the transparency. You can see the actual transaction. You can see where the money is. You're not questioning anymore. Yes where they spent the money. You can see it with your own eyes. 
It's amazing. It's beautiful. That means it eliminates corruption, it eliminates manipulation, and it eliminates erroneous distribution of funds, which is basically greedy motherfuckers. And this is beautiful. Like, this is changing the world. Like, absolutely. Like, now I can feel safe sending my money to a charity. Or even think about this, right? Recently, there's been a collection of scams on GoFundMe. There have been people faking stories on GoFundMe. Now, you're probably thinking, Daryl, with blockchain, there's no such thing as a refund. And you're right. There is no such thing as a refund. But what we can do, we can hold their money inside of an escrow and then independently verify their story and release the money as soon as we verify their story. That way, we can eliminate the need of being scammed on GoFundMe. Right now, as soon as you send someone money in GoFundMe, it's released. <laughs> There's no verification system. There's no independent third party who is going to call them up and ask them for details of their story. And that's why people get scammed all the time. I just read a story where someone's faking being homeless. They made 300 grand. They already had a house. Fuck. They already had a house. They bought another one. <laughs> that's that's gone with cryptocurrency, dude. That's gone with blockchain. Blockchain has come to provide transparency and honesty. I have this interview with David Nixad. He's the CEO of Orthogonal. He's an amazing person, an angel investor, and super woke, dude. You should check it out. And I love what he says. He says blockchain is is transparent, right? And transparency is so much different than just decentralization. Because what he's saying now is that we're no longer trusting people's words for it, but we're trusting the information itself for it. We're trusting the mathematical principles for it. We're trusting the ability to see within our own eyes for it. And this changes the game completely. It changes the game completely. Go check out the interview, guys. It's an amazing interview I did. Love that guy. Um, one more thing we'll talk about, which is very, very important, is voting. I talked about this in my prior episode, but I'll talk about it again. Decentralized voting. Why is it necessary? Well, if you like news, and you like watching the news, then you know that Russia, quote-unquote, hacked our election. Do I believe it happened? I don't give a fuck, really and truly. But with decentralized voting... We can know for sure whether someone hacked an election or not. Because we can see the actual votes in real time. It's no longer in a privatized, private, closed-off voting system that no one sees. We just trust the news. That's corrupt as fuck. That's corrupt as shit, dude. Like, let me see the votes in real time, dude. Like, like you know what's so stupid? People are so fucking stupid. And I'm sorry, guys, but it's, it's so true. How are you guys casting millions of ballots per second using paper? Do you think we have machines that can count using paper? Millions of transactions per second? Let me give you an example. When you were in school and you filled out a test using a Scantron, you didn't even get that shit back till two to three weeks. <laughs> How are you trusting a system to count millions of paper transactions in one night? For real. It's impossible. But we can count digital transactions in one night. Have you ever seen how fast a Twitter can blow up? We can definitely count digital trans or digital votes in real time. That's that's definitely possible. Not paper. Paper 
they'd probably throw out the ballots. <laughs> <laughs> they'd probably put it like a trash bin. Like, this is the people's votes. Put in a shredder. <laughs> Saying, fuck your opinion. We're going to give you the president. We don't give a shit who you voted for. Popular vote, electoral vote, my ass. Put a decentralized voting system in Congress and let me see who the people actually voted for. Preach. Mm. Mm. And this is what a Bitcoin trust was supposed to be about. And that's what it is now. The energy's back. Expect podcast episodes for every potentiality that I talked about. And I will back it up with real world data and facts. Damn, brother, damn. We are the revolution. We are changing the game. You don't you don't have to be a part of their system anymore. You have an option. There are people who will rent you their homes for Bitcoin. You can pay your bills in Bitcoin. You can buy groceries in Bitcoin. You can live off Bitcoin right now. Just because your neighbor is still using cash doesn't mean you have to. Like, literally... The majority of my funds are always in Bitcoin. I have to sell my Bitcoin sometimes to go buy something because I don't keep it in the savings. I keep it in my wallet around my neck. I have a Swiss bank around my neck. You know what I mean? So, whew. <laughs> fucking fire, bro. Breathing fire. Shit. Fucking dragon over here, bro. What was that dragon called again? That, um... Daenerys was riding. Drog- uh, Drogon, I think. Drogon. Oh, Drogon. Drogon. Something like that. I think. Whatever that name was, that's who we are. We're lighting fires. <laughs> We're lighting fires underneath the government's ass. And also, really quickly, before I go, people always talk about, Hey, Daryl, are you eating non-GMO? Well, guess what? You have no clue whether you are or not. Are you actually seeing... The long list of genealogy from which your plants are coming from. Guess what? And they passed the fucking dark jacks, which they don't even need to, they're not required to even tell us what's in it now. Mm. With blockchain, we can put crops, we can literally tokenize crops, and we can track whether they are organic or not. Independent system, by the way. Doesn't need government funding, just needs our money. Fuck. And we can incentivize farmers for using the system by paying them a portion. Which is better than Monsanto. Monsanto ain't paying them farmers shit. Monsanto's fucking evil, bro. Oh my god, I don't even want to talk about Monsanto. Yeah, I know, dude. Shit. That's for that's for our other podcast. Go check that out. Access your consciousness with Dante and Daryl. <laughs> Shameless plug. I love it. <laughs> well, with that being said, brother, I mean, let me hear your thoughts dude before I before we cancel this like what'd you think about all this dude it's a lot man I didn't fucking realize there's so many damn applications for, for Bitcoin crypt, fucking blockchain cryptocurrency in general that's insane dude I, I I literally was like just softly touching the tip of the iceberg when I went in this podcast and now I'm just like god damn that bitch is huge <laughs> <laughs> I don't know bro like i for sure thing it's going to be a massively positive and necessary uh shift in society and culture and i'm i'm really fucking excited i mean that's this is just all the things you've been cataloging excuse me cataloging so far mm-hmm. like i want to know like fuck man what 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 are the 
the different spinoffs and different ideas that are going to come like once it's in effect you know like it's, mm-hmm. it's epic to like you know what i mean it's in its infancy like i want to know yes like social media you know it was in its infancy like myspace what the fuck is the the igtv or, or you know instagram now of, of blockchain and cryptocurrency like five ten years from now bro like it's it's exciting dude there's it's an epic thing on the horizons it's so true man it's so true like right now so many ideas are popping in my head and it's like i don't make the podcast too long it's already three times as long as it normally is <laughs> but fuck it we already broke the mold let me talk about this one thing right remember in the beginning of this podcast when i was accessing the document and i forgot my password yes. Yes. When someone hosts their files on Google Drive, Dropbox, whatever file storage, cloud storage app they're using, their files don't actually belong to them. Their files belong to the company. With blockchain, you can actually host files on a decentralized platform in which as long as you have your private key, you own your files and no one can look through them. Let's say the CIA contacts Google. Hey, we need to see such and such as Google Drive. Oh, here you go. Not with blockchain. Whatever your files are hosted. And there's many cryptocurrencies that are doing this. Siacoin, for one. EOS has their own um, decentralized operating system model. And there's many cryptocurrencies that are attempting this right now. Decentralized cloud storage. It's the future. No one can access your pri- your private files. Fuck, bro. Yeah. And no one can censor you, too. Because a lot of times, they read your files, and then they delete it and talk about, oh, it's corrupted. That's fucking unbelievable. God damn. Yeah, dude. Like, this is why cryptocurrency is so important. It has become an uncensored world. Like, a world that is based upon truth and principle. You're no longer having to question whether your neighbor looked through your drive. You no longer have to question whether your luggage is going to arrive with you when you arrive in the same fucking plane as your luggage. (laughs) Damn. You don't have to question whether that gun is actually licensed to someone. You can check the tag. You can check the blockchain. And guess what? They're not like cereals. You can't scrape it off. Is built inside the gun. <laughs> you can't just scrape off the tag and just, ooh, I'm gonna scrape off the cereal. No, it don't work on the blockchain. It's immutable, baby. So, things are different now, dude. Like, the world has changed and people are sleeping. They don't know. Because, why? We're making it too complicated. Talking about cryptographic hash functions. You talk about that shit, I'll go to bed on you. I'm gonna sleep on you. <laughs> Sounds like calculus. I, I never like calculus. I don't talk about calculus. But if I talk about potential impacts, you're going to think, hmm, social security benefits that arrive yes. on time. Hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's what this podcast is about. In Bitcoin, we trust. That's the only thing we fucking trust. In Bitcoin, we trust. <laughs> fucking it, brother. Thank you for having me on, man. This shit was legendary. Dude, thank you for being here, man. This is a great moment of the podcast. Definitely a transition moment. My previous episode was the precursor to this amazing podcast episode. And thank you for for co-creating with me 
on not only this podcast but our podcast yes sir well with that being said guys this wraps up today's episode <laughs> how do I even read my intro <laughs> <laughs> After all this knowledge, how do I have to read my intro? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, I'll do it anyway. Thank you for tuning into the frequency of the Crypto Revolution. If you learned something new from this podcast, please share the friend. Sharing is caring. Don't you care about your friends, baby? Follow us on social media. Twitter at we underscore Bitcoin. Instagram at we underscore Bitcoin. We publish updates for upcoming episodes, retweets of critical news, and memes just for fun. All of our information used in this podcast, including links and music, are credited in the show notes slash description. Thank you again for tuning into this podcast, and we will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Crypto Revolution, the most lit podcast in all of cryptocurrency. 100% facts, no printer. Follow us on Twitter and stay in the loop. Peace, love, and light. See you soon.